Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Coach Steve Show podcast. Today, we are going to continue with our simple offensive segment. We are going to talk about inside zone, but it's going to be the split zone with your wing, your H-back, and different things that you can do off that. So what does split zone actually mean? So that's what we're going to talk about today, but welcome back. Please hit the like button and the subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Please leave a comment in the comment section down below. Give me a thumbs up and all that good stuff. Um, follow away wherever you get your podcast. Please rate on iTunes and Apple and all that good stuff. It helps out the podcast tremendously. So continue on. We are going to talk about some split zone um, with inside zone and things that you do out that split zone, split zone seal, split zone release, all that good stuff, and what it could, how it could fit into your zone offense. So again, simple offensive segment. Hopefully, you know, youth, coaches, Guys, I'm telling you, when I was coming into coaching, some of the stuff I didn't even know because we played in a power eye option stuff. So some of the stuff I had no idea. I had to learn it. So there are coaches out there that don't know this stuff. So hopefully you guys get something out of it. So let's talk about split zone with inside zone. So let's talk about the split zone. So you're gonna it could be wide zone or inside zone, but we're gonna talk about inside zone first. So if you want to go into like a wing left, so we have X on the line of scrimmage, Y is off the line, but right about a yard behind in his normal spot outside the left tackle, but a step or maybe a yard, a yard and a half or half a yard back, H and Z on the other side. So what split zone is, you're going to have a guy come across. It could be from a wing spot. It could be from a sniffer spot. It can even be from two backs, and we'll talk about that. So split zone 
can be done a couple of different ways depending on your philosophy, what, what you've seen. So up front here, if we have a wing left, for me, it always was, if you're in that sniffer or the wing, you always go opposite of the zone unless you get some type of stay, lock, man type of call. Usually you use that for your tackle when you're RPOing, but you can also use this. So right now, if you wanted to get a true split zone look, if it was a wing on the left side, you would call inside zone left, which tells your wing, oh, I'm on the left side. I go opposite, so I'm going to go to the right. So up front, we're going to have our inside zone, so our left tackle kicks out. We have a 5-1-3-5. Obviously, I'm an offensive guy, so we always have to draw it up this way. So we're going to get a double team with our center and left guard. Aiming for that Mike backer. We're going to get a double team with the right guard and the right tackle towards the wheel. And then we get our running back. You can have an aim for the center or the guard to get the ball here running inside zone action. Quarterback is still reading the end, doing the same thing. If the guy sits, he's going to hand it off. If he's going to pull it, that's because he's crashing in. So split zone is telling the Y or your wing, they have to run close to the line of scrimmage as possible. Now, here's where it depends on game plan, depends on what you do. You can have him kick out the end, so that way, and quote-unquote opens up another lane to run, you can have him release and go hit the first linebacker, that overhang that he sees, or you can have him run a route. So let's talk about different ways and maybe why you're going to do that. Me, I like it where, unless told otherwise, they are wrapping around, hitting an overhang or that first threat. So it might be this first guy out here, this Jack, if he shows up, that's a backer, or he's going to look back inside. The reason why I like that is because if the quarterback decides to keep the ball, he can follow that guy as a blocker because if he's pulling that ball, it's because this end has come crashing hard inside. So hopefully he keeps, so when he crashes inside, he's keeping it and he's running. So this way he gets that little extra blocker out there to keep it. And again, you have to teach the Y or your wing to avoid the end at all costs. When he comes crashing in, it is kind of hard. So you initially want the Y to stay close to the line of scrimmage as possible. But that guy coming to crash in, it is going to have to be um, repped a ton for him to leave it. So some tell him, hey, wherever you're lined up, you stay flat there. So that way you give yourself more room to avoid going to block this jack or you're going to block the inside guy, depending on who shows up first. This is the first way to run the split zone. And again, I like this because it gives an extra guy to block for the quarterback. So keeping with the same wing left, inside zone left. So the blocking up front stays the same. Running back is still um, aiming for the guard or the center, depending on what you teach. So now, if you if you have them always arc release, arc release, then you want them to go hit the end. Now you have to give them either like a hit call, a law, um, a seal call, a bash call, anything that's going to allow him to know, hey, I'm hitting that end no matter what. So you can even call this your wham, even though my wham watched in another video is hitting the probably the three tech, but this could be that other way. So he's automatically hitting him. Now you're gonna have this for a couple of reasons. One, like I said, 
it just allows, this is almost an automatic handoff. So to some, this is no longer even a zone read anymore because maybe you're not gonna have the quarterback read him at all. So it just gives us to be able to block this whole box to hand the ball off to the running back. So it's still a zone play, but it doesn't give that zone read concept, even though you could still have the quarterback fake it um, out here. And it allows that to happen. Or you're still doing a zone read because this is a far way to travel for this wing back. So still, if he comes up and he just he crashes in, now this the wing is coming in and just killing him. The quarterback can then run outside. Downfalls to this for me personally, if you're going to have the quarterback keep it at all this way, and this is a conversation to be had with some, that if he comes and hits this guy, but the wing doesn't give him that, you know, that kill shot, and the quarterback keeps it because he sees him crashing in, there's nobody out here to block. So does that end make the play? If the H whiffs, if you're having him block or something, can that guy come up and just kill your quarterback? Just depends. So, so I've seen where when you run that split zone and he seals him or hits the end, it's because you want to add another lane, so almost an automatic handoff. Another thing that you're doing is you're RPOing, and you're RPOing, but you're not sacrificing your tackle because normally when you RPO on a zone play, you're going to call a lock call for your backside tackle. So now if this was an RPO and you called inside zone left and you're RPOing and you want him to read the backer or if you're getting to the third level RPO, you're going to want this tackle to kick out this end. He's not pass blocking, kicking out. So now everything's protected. And now usually you're going to read this. If you're watching the video, you're going to read this outside jack backer over the H or you're going to read this inside backer because maybe you're running some type of snag concept and that's what you want to... Um, read and and uh, have that guy kick out the end. Now, if you don't want to have the tackle kick him out, you now can have the wing back do it. So now we're getting a push. If you were to hand the ball off, now we get more for that running back. So if your wing is responsible for that end, depends on what type of RPO you're running. But now you can run RPO. Maybe he's running up the hash. You're not reading this guy. You're reading this guy to the safety if he's going with him. Um, you could still run a hitch route with this and just read that guy. You know, whatever type of RPO you want to run. You could still run a sit route, more of an angle. but And you could read this W or this Willbacker if he flies out to go on top of here while you're handing the ball off and we get more in the run game and you're protected C-gap to C-gap. If he just sits there, now you could throw it. You could still run the same RPO, but now you're getting extra guys in the box to block so he can pick up the end to RPO. So that's why you would probably seal him in this split zone concept. Another thing you can do with your split zone is a split zone release. And that's why I like where he's always coming across and he arcs release. Now there's a release, and then we'll talk about the pop. Release is where you're still running inside zone left up front. And so quarterback still reading the end, giving the ball here to the running back, anything else, keeping a run. Now what I mean by release is if he's always coming across, whether you're kicking out the end all the time or if he's coming around and hitting this jack back or anything else, you eventually send him out. So what I mean by that is eventually he's coming across, coming across, coming across. Now he's running a little flat route and you can do anything else you want up here. You could uh, all run verticals. 
inside releases out to get them to churn. You could have this inside guy run an outside release to both of them. It doesn't matter. They can run anything else when you RPO. You could have them block and it'd be a screen. But to get them to churn, now the quarterback, if this guy f- comes running in and he keeps it anyway, we're evading the, the wing. If you're telling him to evade him anyway and he runs out here, now we can throw this little dump-off pass and there he goes. This has become very popular. It's been popular, but you started to see it more over the years. Now you're seeing a little bit less of it because people are starting to really catch on to this. So when you're always having them come split across, split across, split across, now you lose a little dump off. But you got to be careful because if you do this, your lineman could be three yards downfield. So maybe you you probably have to give up front. Now the lock home stay call tells the guy to hit the end. If you come up with some special word, it doesn't matter. It could literally be, hey, popcorn, because I don't want you to pop up field or anything else. Telling them, hey, you're blocking hard, but don't get past three yards down the field so we can throw it here. Or if you're really afraid of that and you don't want to teach them anything, instead of him coming up the field for your wing back, when he comes across, he just stays behind the line of scrimmage we could throw here. That's why sometimes you see this used as a screen. They're running some type of deep route in order to open that up or flip-flop this formation to where it's a wing trips right type of thing and come across where there's nobody out there, but you have to be balanced, I think, to do it on both sides. So that's why always coming across, coming across, coming across. And then we'll talk about the pop real quick. So if you're always arc releasing this wing to, like I like to do, come around and block, come around and block, eventually you call a pop. So this is where you would might call a lock to be a little bit safer. And what I mean by this is, if you're watching the video, we're, we're always we're always double team, double team, double teaming. So now this could be an RPO now. Consider an RPO. So now you're gonna have the right tackle kick out in a lock. Your wings coming across, coming across. Now he's gonna read this outside backer, this overhang player. If he just sits there and we can get this little inside release, now he just runs up the field. Um, your wing. He's going to run right up the field and you get this little pop. Now you've got to occupy this free safety a little bit. So you have this vertical. Now he's got a pick. Um, you could have this guy run an inside dig. You could have him run a post. So now when it's coming, he's running a post to occupy him. You could have this X receiver run a post, so now he's got to make a decision. But if you could quickly get this pass in, boom, good. Um, again, probably not the best formation, but I like to be balanced if you get him by himself. Other side on this whip tri- wing trips right and have him come across. But you run this little pop. And the reason why I would like to lock the end that you're running the zone play to is because I don't want him come flying up when you're trying to sit there and throw because that good defensive end can really react to it. Um it gives that guy more room to hit you. But there's also a case to be made where you want him to come back because the quarterback then now has to keep it, turn, and throw it. But it's an RPO play, in my opinion, because you're reading the outside backer and seeing where he goes. If he comes running up, you could have it run a bubble screen here um, to help out with it as well, which is probably the most popular way to do it. I'm just giving you more ideas. So we're running this little key screen. He's running a bubble try to occupy this. If he goes flying out with the bubble, he's running right behind him um, on this pop pass. So just different ways. But if you're getting that motion over and over, this opens up. So now that that's a way I would run the quote-unquote pop.
top pass RPO in the split zone. So there you go. There's a split zone with um, split zone with the inside zone. Um, different ways to do it. Again, pop pass. You could do the release. You could seal that guy all the time or just always arc releasing and blocking. And you can never send out on a pass. It just sets up more in the game, especially if you've got a mobile quarterback. you got a wing that can catch. And it just gets their eyes moving in different directions. Might open up another gap to hand the ball off. But there's the inside zone split release with a wing. Just different examples and RPOs with it. Um, again, hit the like button, subscribe button. Uh, send me a message at coach underscore Steve 72 to be on the podcast, talk some football all about it. Even during the football season, you want to talk some ball. We'll try to find some time to hop on and be a, and talk, um, follow it, rate it, give it a review on iTunes, all that good stuff. Check out the belly up media network at bellyupsports.com. Check out guardian caps. They sponsor the podcast. Great people. Check out Launchpad kickoff T, um, and check out all the affiliate description below. Get those links and the, um, you save some money guarding caps. We can save you 10% off. Launch pack kickoff will save you 15% off. All that good stuff. So go do all that for me, please, and thank you. Um, this has been Coach Steve, another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, and we will see you next time. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.